villagers, get ready. Here's Miss T with a word designed with you in mind. On WJBE. Greetings, this is Tanisha Baker, and I'm excited and delighted to host another edition of What You Shouldn't Be Missing. Thanks for tuning in to Talking With T. We chatter about what matters and keep it real with our spiel. We make it do what it do as we bring it straight to you. It's August 17th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, actors Robert De Niro and Sean Penn, as well as the late Marcus Garvey. Today on the national calendar is National Nonprofit Day, National Massachusetts Day, and National Black Cat Appreciation Day. The theme this month is Good Trouble, and each week you have been encouraged to stand up and speak out and get into a little good trouble. This is the time when silence is not an option. Don't accept those things that you know aren't right. Don't be influenced to keep silent and look away because it's not popular among your circle. Gandhi said that silence becomes cowardice when occasion demands speaking out the whole truth and acting accordingly. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. We're currently accepting sponsors and releasing advertising spots. Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand, service, or product. I'm always looking to share and highlight music from rising artists and look forward to more submissions for T's Top Teens and Hometown Heroes. We also want to hear from you. Let your voice be heard on Talking With T. Do you have a point of view story to tell or some T2 spill? Give us a call on our talk line. That's 865-409-1170. Keep it where it's at after we hear this track. It's trending news and hot topics. Go back in time When you and I Were uncomplicated Let's go back in time Before I felt what I felt When you did what you did that night What's the I would have thought about it, oh, oh. I would 
Put your ears on blast. This will go real fast as we cover today's quick bits. We learned that Donald Trump's younger brother, Robert Trump, passed away at the age of 71. Police responded to a domestic call in Cedar Park, Texas, which resulted in three officers being shot and three people being held hostage as the suspect barricaded himself in the home. A pro-Trump hate group called the Proud Boys got into a big physical altercation with Black Lives Matter protesters in Michigan over the weekend that involved hundreds of people. Blackish star Anthony Anderson received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame this past Friday, and Hester Ford, America's oldest person, celebrated her 116th birthday. She has 260 descendants. There was a drive-by birthday celebration to honor Miss Ford's birthday, and when asked about her secret to longevity, she said, I just live right. All I know. Everybody's talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM. Just the best every day. All right, listeners, it's that time in the show where we review trending news. And today I have none other than our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam, and of course, Still trending in the news is the coronavirus. Every week it seems to be something else. So far, the U.S. has had more than 170,000 deaths connected to COVID-19. Yet people can't seem to agree or at least abide by the suggestions on ways to reduce the spread. Marion County Sheriff Billy Woods has instructed employees of his office in Florida not to wear masks while they're on duty. He said it's not up for debate. They can wear them if they're responding to an incident at a nursing home, assisted living facility, hospital, or somewhere that there would be high-risk elderly individuals. Now, he says the visitors can't wear them either. All of their lobbies have glass barriers and that his decision is so that there can be clear communication. I understand his reasoning, I guess, but... But I don't understand why he wouldn't want his officers to exercise caution that would keep them safe and their families safe. If they're not wearing masks, then people are in jeopardy. So with so many people being asymptomatic, it's best to wear them. He must be getting some money on the low low if people succumb to this because that makes no sense at all. But what do you think about him saying there needs to be clear communication and that's why he didn't want them to wear the mask? I can see that point, but you can still communicate. Nobody must didn't look at America's Next Top Model like Mika. You can smile, smile with your eyes. (laughs) And you know what? Maybe he could have said don't wear a mask or take your mask off, pull it down when you're giving orders or you're communicating with someone. Right, but if you say it firmly, then they understand what you're saying. Right. Mm. Well, you know, you mentioned last week that even though people are encouraged to wear masks and the signs on the stores clearly say you must wear them, people don't. And I saw reports that our own city of Knoxville had increasingly rapid rates of growth regarding COVID-19 cases. But as of last week, they said we're doing a little better and less than 100 new cases were reported per day. It still seems a lot to me. I don't, I don't know. 
It does. It still seems a lot to me when you think about the people here. Like, it's really that many people walking around with it. Quite a few, indeed. Let us pray. Amen. Well, we're about to open schools, and I'm just praying for the best. I'm hopeful that people won't send their kids to school if they've tested positive or been exposed to COVID-19. The CDC reports that infections are rising among children. Um, I guess it's hard to keep, especially little kids, to keep them from not touching everything and putting their hand in their mouth and things like that because there have been several cases at our local um, boys and girls clubs that they have, you know, put on the news. So I guess it's harder with kids, especially in that environment, because it's hard to keep social distancing when they're playing. And anybody with kids knows it's hard with your one or two or whatever. Just imagine 20 and 30. And while you bring that up, let's think about preschool, because the preschool kids don't have a virtual option anyway. So I know a preschool teacher who's very concerned about how she's going to offer instruction to a room of 15 preschoolers while trying to encourage them to keep their mask on. I don't see it happening. Right. I don't either. That's that's hard with just one or two of your own, much less 15, 20. Whew. She's going to need about five TAs in there. Yeah. Well, there's a shortage already on teachers and TAs because even prior to school starting, you have pockets of teachers and staff in schools that have already tested positive. So I'm not even sure what that's going to look like next week. But again, we hope for the best. One of the reasons uh, that contributed to my decision of sending my son to school is when Dr. Gray, who was on our show previously, mentioned he was sending all of his kids to school but that learning uh, comes in many different ways. And there's a level of learning that is beyond just verbal communication. And, you know, you look at body language, tone, and all of those things um, that would maximize learning. So I took that into account. Also, if your school has special classes or unique classes, you wouldn't be able to get those in virtual learning environments. And so, again, I'm just, wanting people to do the right thing, and I know it's difficult, but as much as possible, try to be aware of other people, you know, not just think about keeping yourself safe, because like you said before, we said many times, you have people who are asymptomatic, who can go on living their best lives without being sick, but may pass the virus to others, and, you know, we don't want that. No, we definitely don't want that. Yeah. Well, I hear another stimulus check may be on the way, and I'm here for it, all of it, because times are rough, and the economy continues to suffer while we're battling COVID-19. Unemployment is still high. People are under the threat of losing their homes, and it's difficult financially for many families. And I know people get desperate, but two Illinois teenagers, We're running a lemonade stand, and they got robbed at gunpoint. Now, y'all, let's not. Let's not do that. The police and others help replenish their funds and then some. And so how pitiful is that? That's real sad because they couldn't have possibly got that much money from a lemonade stand. They got $30. $30. Oh, well, did they catch them? 
I believe they said they were close to an arrest. But like I said, the police and the community stepped up. Some people donated other things for them to sell. And some people would pay like $20 for a cup of lemonade and such. So they're actually probably better off now. But I don't think I would want to trade that for the experience of getting robbed at gunpoint. Right. And everybody knows lemonade stands aren't a threat. Right. But I guess he thinks that was safer than going in a convenience store or something. He ought to be ashamed of himself. Mm-hmm. And shoes. Yeah, but this, is, but this is 2020, and nothing seems to amaze me that happens because the National Weather Service issued the first ever fire tornado. A what? Fire NATO. A fire NATO. <laughs> That's what it's called. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. They said in California they issued the first ever tornado warning. And it's, it comes from a tornado, mix it with some wildfire, and it makes a tornado. But nothing surprises me in 2020 because this has been one crazy year. I wouldn't be surprised if the sharknadoes don't start coming up too. Wow. When you first said it, I was thinking, is she talking about a Netflix movie? <laughs> No. But, okay, so we're under a real threat of firenados. Yeah, we're under a real threat of firenados now. Like, like, come on, can anything else happen? What, what else? I mean, don't ask. If you want us all gone, if you want us all gone, just just say it. Just say you want us all gone. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna keep hope alive for a little while longer. Although, although I'm telling you, people seem to have thrown in the towel. You know, and I get it. It seems like you can't win for losing in some cases because we hear about people who try to do everything right and they still contract the virus. And then you have people out here flipping around, living their best lives, not wearing masks, not practicing social distancing, and they don't get sick at all. So I don't know. Yeah, some people, um, I think you had said it's sort of like duck, duck, goose. You know, it may get this person. It may not get these two people. This person mm-hmm. will be fine, just have um, loss of smell or taste, and this person is on a ventilator. It just depends on how your body reacts to it, and that's that's a scary thing to know that you really don't know what's going to happen. Right, the uncertainty of it and that it's so unpredictable as far as, like you said, how your body will react. Well, I'm going to change the tune a little bit of our discussion, and let's talk about Kamala Harris. She was named as Joe Biden's running mate. She will be the first woman of color to run for vice president on a major party ticket. But she was also the first African-American, first woman, and first Asian-American to become attorney general of California, the first African-American woman to represent California in the Senate. Now, there are some people who are hesitant to support her. Because they say she contributed to mass incarceration, and there are some other things that I guess people don't like, but I don't know that we've ever had anyone that we all consider a perfect candidate. And regardless of how you feel, I'm going to suggest that you consider the alternative. Right, because our main goal is to get 45 out of there. And Miss Harris, she had a track record of incarcerating, they said, black men for weed charges, but it wasn't legal at that moment, and she was doing her job, and then you have to think, um, sometimes we have to take accountability for things that we do to put us in that predicament. 
I'm sure that there were some that she had no choice but to give them a sentence, and maybe there were some that she did. They said she withheld evidence to get a death row inmate off when she came into office, but he had been locked up since 1983, so that was way before her time. And so, but I'm just happy that we have a strong black woman, even though they're saying that she's not black or she said that she doesn't claim to be black. She's black to me because I saw a picture of her putting hot sauce on some greens. She went to HBCU, and she is a mighty woman of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Yeah, so that's blackity black black. <laughs> All right, so we're going to roll with that. We're going to roll with that. And you know what? Calls are mounting for a Virginia mayor to resign after Biden picked her. And what he said was Biden picked Aunt Jamama as his running mate. So, of course, Mayor Barry Pregrace of Luray, Virginia, issued a formal apology. But I suspect that his career in politics is going to be short-lived. Yes, he he must have been living under a rock after all this time and seeing all these people losing their jobs and their credibility because of racist comments. I think yeah. people that do it at this point just want to get fired. Well, I'll tell you what. What I've seen is a shift in the tolerance for that. And so we know there are a lot of hate groups still out there. We know there are a lot of bigots. We know there are a lot of people who harbor prejudiced thoughts and feelings in their hearts, in their minds, whatever. But what I think I'm seeing is a shift in the tolerance. So those people who would normally maybe not participate but not interfere are starting to speak up and stand out. And that takes us back to our theme for this month, which is good trouble. And so, you know, they may go against what their friends say. They may go against what's common among their group or their circles, but I'm appreciative of those who finally have said, you know what, this isn't right, and at this point, I'm going to say something about it, or I'm not going to encourage it, or I'm not going to look away. So, listeners, we would love for you to weigh in on any of the stories we share today. You can find links and more information to these stories on TalkingWithT.com. But, Pam... That's going to have to be it for this bit. And, of course, I can't wait to hear what you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. All right. Before we close the show today, I want to remind you of the importance of completing the 2020 census. Knoxville's own Vivian Scheidt asked me to share with y'all that 2010 saw 800,000 black men and children not counted. The growing number of seniors means in the next 10 years, there will be a need for more senior services and completing the census can help make sure these services are in place. There is also the need to see more places for teens and youth to gather. We have to make sure funds are set aside for our community. So I did some additional research on top of those reasons. I found the census information helps communities get public improvements. Also, many 911 emergency systems are based on maps developed from the census, and the census helps health providers predict the spread of disease through communities with elderly or children. When national disasters hit, the census tells rescuers how many people need help, and one big thing is that the census numbers are used to determine 
where billions of dollars in federal and state funds are allotted. So if you've not done so, please, please make sure you complete the 2020 census. You can find a link on talkingwitht.com. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but be reminded you can call in with thoughts or opinions to our talk line. That's 865-409-1170. You can also leave comments on talkingwitht.com. In the meantime and in between time, engage with us on social media and join our Facebook group, The Tea Room. Stay on top of things by subscribing to Talking With Tea Daily, our online scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With Tea, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With Tea. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, tea will end with a quote. Strong people stand up for themselves, but stronger people stand up for others. Remember where you heard the word, keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.